Now on to the report. Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. Well, DJ, we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about the true nature of God. Yep. And um, maybe we'll wrap it up today. Maybe not. We'll see. But I think it's an important subject, and it's a topic that I really wanted to go in detail with because I don't think there's a lot of people, or I think there's a lot of people, that really don't know who God is very well. And like I said at the beginning of this, you can't have a good relationship or really one that much, has much meaning with a person that you don't know very well. Yeah, and I think your claim about a lot of people not knowing who God really is is kind of backed up by the fact that our last week's podcast has been the most watched podcast that we've had so far. It's been very well received by um, our fans. Well, and the information we're talking about especially with what's going on in our country, Mm -hmm. is really what people need. Where do you find peace and joy and hope in the world today? I only find it in God and the Bible. And your relationship with the ones you love that, that are your brothers and sisters in Christ and your family. I mean, I'm just flabbergasted by what's going on in our, our government and our world flabbergasted that's a big word for you it is (laughs) and i tell you if i didn't have faith in god and peace and joy from him i'd be living in fear right now about what's going on in our country so i think that's probably why our podcasts are getting more and more popular and we thank you guys for that and always be sure to like and comment and send this to a friend yeah it's not because of us it's because of what we're talking about yeah the answer is it's all about Jesus and it's all well, about Well, it's definitely God's not word. because of you. It gives you, a, <laughs> it gives you, God's word gives you a truth that is beyond man, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and DJ, you asked me a question at the end of last week. Do you remember what it was? And I, and we, and you, and you asked it to me and I said, I'll think about it this week. And yeah, I, I'm sure I, you've been pondering it all week. <laughs> I want to answer your question. It was, Do you uh, remember what it was? If God is so good and all powerful. Why is there so much tragedy in the world and so much suffering and going on every single day? Something along those lines. Well, and I think that's a question a lot of people, I've heard people say, well, if God's real, then why does this happen? Yeah. Why does What kind he... of loving God would allow that? Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, simply put, tragedy is the result of sin. Uh, when sin entered our world, man became spiritually separated from God. Even the planet, the earth, was corrupted and transformed from a state of perfection, like it was in the Garden of Eden, to one of instability. The world, our earth, started to die. Yeah, we talked about how uh, Adam and Eve probably had a sixth sense, a spirit sense. Right. A spiritual eye. Yeah, whatever you called it. We talked about that before. When man sinned, his sin gave dominion of the world over to Satan. Yeah, and the, there's a place in the Old Testament that says the world is in the sway of the devil, and you can def- definitely see that. Uh, it's in I think that's in First John five nineteen. Sounds right to me. Yeah, 
That's not that's not the Old Testament. That's the New Testament. Oh, it is the New Testament. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I want to say that most of the tragedy that we see in our world today is the result of the spiritual separation from man and God. Today, our sin can cause tragedy in our lives. Our wrong choices can bring suffering. And you see a lot of that going on in the world today. People don't like to hear that, huh? No. Well, man doesn't like to admit that he makes mistakes. Other people's sin can cause tragedy in our lives as well. Look at the crimes and abuse and all the wrong choices that are carried out against people and against you and me, yeah. for that matter. The reason God doesn't and can't stop all the evil from happening, well, he could if he wa really wanted to, but the reason he, 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 he's spiritually bound not to, mm -hmm. um, because he doesn't want to violate man's free will. Yeah, we always talk about that. God has always given us free will, and he's never going to change that. Well, think about we it. We can I, always do whatever we fe feel like doing, you know? You know why? Our free will is the only means we have of receiving salvation and eternal life from True. God. Yep. I mean, if God were intervene and stop us from making wrong choices, he would be taking away free will, and in doing so, he would be re removing mankind's only hope of redemption through Jesus. Yeah. That's why we need a Savior. Yeah, because like you always like to say, he doesn't want a puppet on a string. He doesn't want someone who just is right. completely obedient. Right. He didn't create us that way. Right. Well, he'd love us to be completely obedient, but... Yeah. But on know, our own choice. Right. But still, uh, the Bible is full of stories showing God stepping in to protect his people. And even today as believers, I suppose we don't know or realize just how much evil and tragedy God has prevented in our life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think about that a lot. Like yeah. all the blessings he's given me that I don't even know about because Big. it's preventing something from happening. Right. And that's why I wake up every day and just thank God for everything oh, he's yeah. given me and for taking care of me and for all the blessings of my family. You know, Heather put... My, we, last week, we talked about how we Daddy's home remodeling service had Daddy to go. Daddy and DJ? Yeah, we had to go to Heather's for the weekend. Yeah. And the realtor came on Monday to take pictures and talk about listing her house. Mm -hmm. But she came with somebody who made her a cash offer, and she sold her house for more than what she was asking. And before it was even listed. <laughs> and I just praise the Lord for it. You know, some people could say, well, that's, and I told Heather, I said, Heather, we've been praying for you. That things would work out for you. And some people would say, well, that's just a coincidence. Well, maybe so, but maybe not. Well, some people might say that it was because we remodeled it so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did do that. But the, the thing is, give God the glory. Yeah. What hurts it to? Right. You know, he may have moved mighty things for that to happen. We don't know that. So why well, not? I, I do know that it's not difficult for him to do. No. And anytime something good happens in my life, I just praise God and thank him for it because, and even when bad things come, it's probably because my own wrong choices, yeah. because of the sin in my life. And I know I'm a child of God and God loves me and he's going to take care of me. And all I got to do is repent and give it to, put it in the hands of the Lord and things are going to work out for me. Right. Well, that's what I believe and that's what I preach. And we're seeing those results in our life, aren't we, DJ? Yeah. 
Very and much that, so. that's why we're talking about this. And I think that's why a lot of people are tuning into this series, The True Nature of God, because I think traditional church has, has led people a little astray. And people, people need to know, before you can ever accept Jesus as your Savior, you should know who he is. Right. You should, you should get to know him. Makes it a lot easier to have a real personal relationship when you know his true nature. Exactly. Well, also, we see loss of life and tragedy in the world as a result of a lot of natural disasters. Yeah. Don't we? Yep. Um, and these, too, are the result of Earth, our, the, our Earth, like I said earlier, taking on sin. And it's becoming more and more unstable. There's record floods, there's record fires, and uh, worse storms than, than, than we have recorded uh, weather uh, to, to know about. DJ, read what it says. Just don't take my word on it. Read what it says in Romans 8.22. we got more scripture for you today. Don't ever listen to what we say. Listen to what the Bible That's says. That's right. What did you say? Romans what? Romans 8.22. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. That's exactly what you said. It's because of man's sin, and the earth is taking that on too. You see, creation itself was negatively affected by sin. And truthfully, it won't be healed, no matter what the new Green Deal is that Biden <laughs> wants to, and the Democrats want to employ. Let's not get into that. Yeah, we won't. But, and, and some of it's good, but the earth won't be healed until Jesus comes again and creates a new heaven and a new earth. This prophecy is revealed, it says exactly that in Revelation, the 21st chapter, you verse 1. read that real quick? If you want to. I mean, I think it's worth it. I mean, if you're talking it doesn't, about prophecy, it doesn't mean we shouldn't do what we know how to do to take care of things and take care of the earth and recycle and take, you know, you just want to go throw in your garbage out the car window after you went to... Revelation 21, verse 1. Big Mac wrapper. <laughs> then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the old heaven... Old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. See, you know what God's going to do? God's very systematic. He's very mathematic. And he's going to restore, eventually, right back to where it started, perfection. Yeah. You know why he's going to do that? Because he loves us. Mm -hmm. He loves us. So, to answer your question, God's not responsible the tragedy that's in the world. I know a lot of people put the blame on them, but that's not true. Right. In fact, Jesus came that he might destroy the works of the devil. There you go. And sin is a work of the devil, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It says exactly that in 1 John 3, 8. Mm-hmm. And he came to set us free from the bondage of death. You want to read that one, DJ? That's a good one to read. It's in Hebrews 2.14. Hebrews 2.14 says, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had power of the, uh, the power of death. Only in this way he could set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Wow, see, that's what God does for you. That's why it's so important to accept Jesus as your yeah. Lord and Savior. Saves you from the fear of death. Something happens on the the inside. We talked about the light going on, you know. The Holy Spirit comes in you. Where does that happen? In your spirit, you know. 
So mankind bears a lot of responsibility for the tragedy that's going on, not God. Uh, it's because of the results. It's results of wrong choices that everyone makes. And also the fallen nature of our earth, the world we live in, also causes tragedy. Finally, we have an enemy, the devil. The Bible says he roams about like a mighty lion, lion seeking whom he may destroy. It says that in John 10.10 10 and 1 Peter 5.8. Yeah, it's a good verse. But God has more than compensated for all the suffering. Jesus knows our suffering too. And he warned that we would have troubles in this world, but he said, be of good cheer. It says in John 16, uh, 33, I have overcome the world. Mm. And he did that. He didn't do that for you and me, for, for himself. I mean, think about it. He was in heaven in perfection. Yep. Why did he do it? Well, I, this, he did it first in Hebrews. Just said it. Yeah, he did, he did it. it to became, he became man so he could. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Save us from yeah. the fear of death. Wow, what a great God we have! And also, God is able to heal us of the pain that results from tra tragedy. You know, He's our healer. Right. He's our complete healer, body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. I don't know if we did a podcast on that yet, but someday I'm going to. I don't think um, we're quite there yet. And we touched on it, he also gives us the strength to endure when we do have tragedy and problems in our life. Um, Romans 8, 28 says that God can work all things out for our benefit. Yep. I, I, that's paraphrasing. Do you want it, me to but, read it? Yeah, why don't you read it? Sorry, I, I might not have got it exactly Romans right. 8, 28. Mm -hmm. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Wow. Aren't you glad about that? Yeah. We we talked about that in our uh, one series about the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I always forget it. Yeah, the one that people use to make it. Sovereignty seem, of yeah, God? Yes, we talked about it with the sovereignty of God. Yeah, if you haven't seen that uh, podcast. We explained this verse in detail. Yeah. On the sovereignty of God, that's a good one to watch. Yeah. Again, that's another area I think people are misled and confused. Um. We talked about all this stuff. We talked about a lot in the podcast. Yeah. Well, in the last couple podcasts. And finally, we have the promise that one day there will be no more suffering. The day when Jesus comes again. DJ, read what it says in Revelation. Uh, it's a prophecy in Revelation 21, verse 4. Just a couple verses over from what I read earlier. It says, he will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. I like to say paradise restored. Yeah. Garden that's of Eden way, restored. That's the way it was in the Garden of Eden before sin came in. Yeah, perfect. I mean, if if Eve would have went to Adam and said, I have a headache, he would have looked at it and said, why? What are you talking about? They didn't have any, they were perfect human beings. He didn't say, go take some Advil. Yeah, they were perfect human beings in every way. Yep. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I got another question for you. Though. Okay. Does God send wildfires, hurricanes, or other natural disasters as judgment against our sin? That goes right along with the last one you asked me. Yeah. A lot of people think that. Every right. time there's a, a bad thing that happens, people say God's wrath is pouring out on those people. Um, first of all, I'll say this. God sent Jesus to reconcile the world to himself 
while we were still in sin. Mm -hmm. Remember that. Yeah. So it'd be kind of contradictory for God to do that because we're still, you know, he sent Jesus to reconcile us from that. Yeah. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, that God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. I love that verse. Well, DJ, I want you to read what it says in another, give you another good verse, 2 Corinthians 5.19. Read that one. Where did you say 2 Corinthians? 2 Corinthians 5.19. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them, and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Read that again. That's a good one. People get to, listen, people, get, this is the truth that will set you free. 2 Corinthians 5.19. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them, and he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. See, he was no longer judging people like they, he did in the Old Testament. Right, right. And it's because of Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that's good. 1 Timothy 2.4 and 2 Peter 3.9 states that God doesn't want anyone to perish. Mm-hmm. And he wants all to come into repentance to be saved. So sending... If you want to know the true nature of God, that's it right there. Read those two verses. Exactly. What did you say? What were those two verses? Well, read. you want to read one of them? I mean, I can. I don't remember what you said, though. Read Second Peter 3.9. That's a good one. Second Peter. Mm-hmm. I don't got these marks, so... I know. I'm just throwing stuff randomly at you. That's okay. I know where, I know where to find it. 2 Peter 3, 9, you said? Yeah, read that one. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Oh, I love that. You want to see how much God loves you? Yeah. All this stuff is happening in the world, and he just must be like... And where was the other one you said? 1 Timothy something? 1 Timothy 2, 4. I'm not reading that, but if you want to know the true nature of God in a few short verses, those are two right there. Um. We also know this. God doesn't go back on his word. We saw that in Numbers 23, 19. We spoke about that a podcast or two back. And DJ, read what it says. This is a good one. Read what it says in Psalms 89, 34. Psalm. Another one of my favorites. Psalm 89, 34. No, I will not break my covenant. I will not take back a single word I said. <laughs> so if God said it, He's telling you he has covenant with you, and he is not going to take it back. Right. Read what it says in John 3.17. John 3.17. Goes right along with what we just said, that God don't go back on his word. John 3.17 says, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. (laughs) So God's not judging the world with tragedies. Right. Or or fires or earthquakes or floods. Natural disaster. No, no. Now, there will come a time when there will be judgment for sin. But know this. The only sin, and, I, and, and I, this is something important. You want to listen to this. The only sin that's going to be judged is the one sin that wasn't paid for by Jesus on the cross. You know what it is, DJ? We talked about it. I think you know. The sin of not accepting him? You see, you do know. (laughs) It's the sin of failing to believe in Jesus' redemptive work. 
As a matter of fact, it's the only sin that the Holy Spirit is convicting people of today in their mm. hearts, in, in their spirit. Yep. And if everyone's honest, they know that. Right. That some people call it your conscience. Yeah. You know? Right. DJ, read what it says in John. Don't take my word for it. Read what it says in John 16, 7 through 9. I, I like to give a lot of scripture because that's where the truth is. John 16, 7 through 9. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. It's Jesus talking. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. No, the advocate, he's it's referring the to the Holy Spirit. This is before right. Jesus had was crucified. Yeah. That's what he's telling his disciples. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. How much more plainer can he make it? Yeah. He didn't say it's because you murder, didn't say because you steal. I mean, those are all sins and you shouldn't do them. Yeah. But the only sin the Holy Spirit is convicting people of, the only sin that can keep people out of heaven. Refusing to believe in Jesus. Exactly. Well, it's so important. That's why it's so important to to accept the Lord as your Savior. It's not a religious thing. Yeah. It's a reality thing. So, DJ, to answer your question, no, God doesn't send disasters or tragedies to judge us or punish us for sin like he did in the Old Testament because it would be contrary to what Jesus did. Right. And, and even Jesus talked about this very thing in his ministry while he was on earth. Uh, I, I believe it says so. Read in Luke 13, well, we're at the beginning of the verse or chapter. Well, the first four or five verses of Luke chapter 13. Okay. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Do you think that those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee? Jesus, Jesus asked. Yeah, Jesus saying yeah. that. Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too, unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about the 18 people who died in the tower in Salome that fell on them? Were they worse sinners? In, were, were, there, were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish too. Basically, Jesus was explaining that if a person suffering a tragedy, it doesn't mean that that person is a worse sinner than those who escape the tragedy, right. right? It just means that the earth is a fallen place like we talked about, and we become victims of, of, of the sin nature that's going on. But here's what's really important. If we fail to choose Jesus as our Lord and Savior now, while you can, like Jesus said, and then we die, we'll be fa we will fail then to be reunited with God for all eternity. Right. That's the thing you got to watch out for. That's the ticket. That's the ultimate tragedy that anyone or anybody could face if they if they don't accept Jesus. And that's exactly why we're doing this podcast, right, DJ? Yeah, to, to tell as many people as we possibly can about the good news. Yeah, to help people see the true nature of God and so they can gain a real personal loving relationship with God. Yep. So people can know Jesus as their Lord and Savior and find out all the benefits of being a Christian. There's so many benefits for this life. Yeah. 
not just heaven to come. That, that's in our future, and that's a big one. But there's so many benefits for here and now. He's our complete healer. Heaven's in our future. We need to get to know God now. Listen, people, the world, I, who, who of our listening audience would ever thought that our country would be as divided as it is right now? There'd be so much hatred and anger and differences of opinion, right. um, destruction. Only God's standard, man's standard fails. God's standard is above that. Well, DJ, I think there's a scripture that kind of sums that all up, sums up the true nature of God. You want to read it? It's in Luke 2, uh, verse 13 and 14. Yeah, I'll read it. Luke I, I found it last week when I was doing this, and I thought it was a good one to read. Luke 2, what now? Luke 2, 13 and 14. It was just after, uh, I'll set it up, it was just after Jesus was born. Okay. 13 and 14. Mm -hmm. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is, ple is pleased. <laughs> you know, my, my uh, in, in the New King James, you're reading the living, yeah. and, the, and the New King James says, and suddenly there was an angel with a multitude of heavenly hosts. You, you're saying, Mine says army, vast hosts. Vast hosts. Army. The armies of heaven. Yeah. Praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. They yep, were praising God. Says. And here's the good part. Here's the part that's important to us. And on earth, peace, mm -hmm. goodwill towards men. That's what God wants for people. Right. Now, it seems to me, DJ, if anyone would know the true nature of God towards men, it would be a host, or as your Bible says, an army or multitude yeah. uh, of, of angels. Right. Right? Yeah. So simply put, God's war with sin is over. Now, there still is a battle between good and evil in the world, but it's man's battle, mm. not God's. You see, Jesus suffered the wrath and rejection of God so that we may be made the righteousness of God in him. As a result, God isn't mad anymore judging people. Jesus bore our punishment. That war is over. So that kind of goes into my next question. God isn't mad at me when I do something wrong. And I mean, if you're saying that, how could that be? When man sinned, God declared war on sin, right? He set himself against evil because the sin nature and the decisions made by men, uh, be, men were tangled up in evil and, and were targeted by God's fight against sin. Yeah, uh, God was right to be upset and angry over the sin of the people in the Old Testament, and his punishments were just. But things have changed, DJ, because of Jesus. Right. God isn't at war with sin anymore. Jesus won that fight. He defeated death. He defeated Satan. Yeah. We just haven't realized who we are and claimed, picked up and claimed that. We still give the devil inroads into our life. Like we haven't talked, or like we talked about before, we don't really have the faith in action right, to right, claim it. Right. God's wrath and punishment against sin that's seen in the Old Testament, it simply isn't seen in the New Testament. For instance, in the Old Testament, the prophet Elijah uh, called down fire from heaven, and he killed over a hundred men. Hmm. 
But when Jesus' disciples wanted to do this, something similar, Jesus rebuked them. Read what it says in Luke 9. I did, I, this is a new one for you. I, did, I didn't tell you about this one ahead of time. Read what it says in Luke 9. Lucky for you, I'm already in Luke. <laughs> I think it's around 55 and 56. Luke 9, 55 and 56, you said? Mm-hmm. But Jesus turned and rebuked them. So they went on to another village. That's you sure you didn't want 54? Oh, yeah, go ahead. When James and John saw this, they said to Jesus, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven there to burn go. them up? There but you go. Jesus turned that and rebuked them. So they went on to another village. Yeah, see, Jesus re- responded differently. That'd be kind of cool to send down just heaven fire yeah. on someone, though. Well, they were referring to what happened. Right. They knew the Old Testament. Yeah. They knew the law. Right. In the New Covenant, Jesus forever satisfied God's demand for justice and the payment for sin. Jesus bore our sin, and he suffered in his body for us. And now the wrath of God has been totally satisfied forever. Okay, but how could the suffering of one man pay the price for sin for all time for everybody? When Jesus, I know we've touched about this a little bit, but it's good well, to sum it up. When Jesus was lifted up on that cross, <clears throat> excuse me, judgment for sin came upon him, right? Yep. All the anger and punishment of God towards the sin of man came upon the physical body of Jesus. And not just the sin of that time, but the sin of all time. It says exactly that in, in Hebrews 10.10. 10. You want to read that one? Yeah. We've read it before, but it's, <laughs> it's worth a good repeating. One, though. Yeah. Hebrews 10.10. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. (laughs) Plain and simple. Yep. Every sin, past, present, and future, was satisfied. Jesus suffered the wrath and the rejection of God so that we could be made the righteousness of God in him. Yeah. As a result, God isn't mad anymore at people. Jesus paid for our punishment. Jesus satisfied the law of the Old Testament upon that cross, and he brought peace between God and man. Yeah. Why don't you read, it's a good one, read what it says in Ephesians 2.15. So many We've read that before, too. So many good verses. Maybe we didn't. He did this by ending the system of the law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Now, I know some people have a hard time maybe believing that God isn't mad or God's at peace with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's because we don't fully understand the value that God placed upon the obedience of his son Jesus to suffer and die for us. Right. You know, Jesus wasn't only man. He was God in the flesh of a man. Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And truthfully, his life as God was way, think about it, it was way th- worth way more than the entire human race put together. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, at one place in the Bible says we're nothing but filthy rags. Yep. And we can only be made righteous because of Jesus. Yeah. That to me just proves how much God loves us. Oh, yeah. I know it goes way beyond our ability to even understand or comprehend it, you know? Yeah. But someone still might say, I know that God <clears throat> paid for all sin, but do I still have to confess every time I sin? In order to be in right standing with God. Well, that's another good one. And I know that's a popular belief in many churches today. 
that every time you sin, it's a new infraction, so to speak, against God. And, and he will answer your prayers or bless you until you get back into right standing with him again. And if you think it's about like getting it, in trouble with your parents and they ground you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they think. <clears throat> and some people go to confession, and I'm not, I'm not cutting anybody down, but if you think about that kind of theology, essentially what they're saying is that Jesus' sacrifice wasn't enough to totally atone sin for us, when the Bible says it was. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if we have to confess our sins right after we do them, that's basically like... Having to have a sacrifice of a goat like they did in well, the Well, there's a difference between confession and repentance. Right. You know, the Bible yeah. says, Jesus said, repent and be saved. Yeah. You know, Jesus... But you see what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. com- if you think you have to confess right after you sin, what's the difference between that and sacrificing an animal for your sins? Yeah. You know, it's just like a ritual at that point. Right. Jesus is suffering alone on that cross more than paid the price. God says so. Yep. No, God isn't mad at you. God isn't punishing you. Even when you sin. The biblical truth, not religion, the biblical truth is that because of what Jesus did, there is peace from God towards man. Yeah, that reminds me of a verse. Okay. Uh, Romans um, 5, I think it's right at the beginning. Right at the beginning of Romans. That's a good 5-1. Yeah, read that one. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. I don't know how much plainer the Bible can be for people. You see, it all centers on Jesus. So if you accept Jesus who paid the price for your sins, then God isn't angry at you. But when you realize that you have sinned, you should repent, like we like right, I mentioned yeah, just repent. earlier. Change the direction you're going or change the way you're thinking or change what you're doing. <clears throat> Repentance is necessary because it gets us back on track with walking with God. Yeah, you don't want to just keep on doing wrong when you know you're doing wrong. Right. Uh, repentance restores our relationship with him. On our side. Right. Not on <clears throat> his side. Right. So after you're born again, Sin is no longer an issue with God, but sin does still affect us. It makes us feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't change the way God relates to us, though. No, no, no. Okay, I got another question, though. Okay. Since God isn't holding sin against me, why do I have to turn my life over to him? This is what someone might say after hearing you say all this. Okay. Can I just keep sinning in one small area of my life, especially if I say it's a hard habit to break? What harm would that do? You know, people often think like, oh, if this one little thing I keep doing, right. how much harm could that cause? Well, right. It's, you're right. God isn't holding sin against you anymore. But that doesn't mean you can go on living in sin. God still loves you. Mm-hmm. But sinning is stupid. You've heard me say that before. Why? Because it gives the devil an inroad into your life. It gives him an opportunity to come into your yep. life. Yep. God isn't going to protect you then if you're sin, if you're in sin. Remember John 10.10, 10, the devil comes only to steal, yeah. kill, and destroy from you. Yeah, and the Bible also calls us foolish if we keep living a sinful life. Right, and you just simply don't want We're to unwise. open your life up to such attacks from the devil. Yep. He'll eat your lunch and pop the bag, I like to say. 
And sinning, even in small areas of your life, it isn't smart. No. I'll tell you what also it does. It hardens your heart towards God. Read Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews. I, I'm sorry, I can't speak right. <laughs> Hebrews 13, or 3.13. Hebrews 3.13. Yeah. I think that says exactly that. You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. See what sin does? It deceives you. Yep. And it hardens you towards God. Exactly. You know, it's really a form of neglecting the Lord, mm. which is the first step in you desensitizing your heart towards him. Hardening Think about your it. heart. Right, hardening your heart. You know, you sin once, you may feel guilty. But if you keep doing it, after a while, you don't feel guilty anymore. Yeah. It becomes regular. And truthfully, nothing good is going to come from that. Yeah. Okay, but if the war with sin is over, then why does the Bible say that there's going to be a judgment when Jesus comes? Well, that's a good Someone question. Someone might not understand that's that. That's a good question. And I'll answer it with this. When Jesus was lifted up on that cross, all the judgment for all the sin of all man, he took upon himself, and now God's at peace with you. First, I want to say that. Now, Jesus saved us from the wrath of God. Right. Still, even though salvation is available to everyone, it isn't automatic, is it, TJ? No, yeah. You we got to, free will. Yep. So we still have, have to, to the make choice. the choice yep. to believe and receive the salvation that Jesus provided on that cross. Right. Right? Yep. And fortunately for us, God has made receiving salvation pretty simple. All we have to do is repent, say we're sorry, realize we're sinners, <coughs> excuse me, believe in the redemptive work of Jesus on that cross. And then submit to him as our Lord and Savior. Right. Yeah, give us, give him our lives. However, here's the big part. All who refuse to do that, who think that's stupid or yeah. that's not real, right. and they refuse his salvation, are really refusing to have a relationship with God. Yep. Remember what Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, I, I am, am the truth. truth. I, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yep. And having a relationship with God is the only way to avoid that judgment for sin that we taught you said was going to happen. Yeah. And God's will is for everyone to be saved. First Timothy two four. We already and saw that. Second Peter, I don't remember where it was. Right. I read it earlier. But he won't make the choice for anyone. That's man's free will, right, DJ? Yep. So the judgment that will occur when Jesus comes again isn't a reflection of God's love for humanity or his judgment upon sin. No. Uh, judgment is coming, really what it is, it's to separate those who have received God's gift of salvation from those who have refused it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, people, you really don't want to be in that wrong, the wrong checkout line on that day. Yeah, <laughs> when that not. day comes. I guess not. Huh? You don't want to be in the wrong line, right? Yeah. You know, DJ, here's the big picture. Jesus briefly became what we were on that cross, separated from God, so that we could be what he is, a son of God. Mm. Think about that. Yeah accepted and in right relationship with his father. 
But Jesus says, so am I. Yep. Not because I'm so good, because Jesus is so good. Right. And he did that for me. Yep. Praise God. Jesus took all of our sins and he gave us all his righteousness. Amen. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad for it? Yeah. It gives me goosebumps. It gives me all fired up. <laughs> well, well, I think I'm on a verse here that I'd like to end with today. Okay. Um, it's in the beginning of Romans. Romans 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from the start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Wow. In my translation, it says, For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Mm. And as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Remember in Hebrews it says, you, you, it's impossible to please God if you don't have faith. I like that it says, a righteous through faith, a righteous person has life. Well, you know what I'm proud of, DJ? It's not the fact that you're about ready to graduate with high honors as a... a I don't know how high of honors, but... Well, you've done very well in college, and you're going to have a, a degree in science and... Biology. Biology. Biological and, sciences. And, and you just applied for medical school, and... Still in the process. We're believing that God's going to open the door for you there. But what I'm most proud of is your faith. The fact that as a 21-year-old, you're sitting here with me, and this is important to you. Yep. And uh, it's important because God's changed our hearts, hasn't he? And we want to share that with people. Yeah. Now, I know. And we thank you for joining us today. Yeah. And we hope that you got something out of this. I mean, if you actually listened to it, I don't know how you couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we're, we may be taking a couple weeks off. Maybe. We, we I might don't, have I don't like week. to do that, but and it's your fault. I'm blaming you. Okay, you can. You are going to, where are you going? Spend Thanksgiving with my girlfriend's family. Where? I don't want to give up the details. I don't want people tracking me. And no, it's in, me. It, it's in, you're leaving. I'm leaving the state. You're leaving the state to it. Why can't you say where she? I mean, I can't. I just, yeah. Where are you going? Why do, why do you want me to say it? I so just want to know where you're going. I don't know. I forgot. You're going to Virginia, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. And you're going to be gone a couple of weeks, so I can't do this on my own. I don't even know how to run this equipment. I know how to turn it on, but I can't operate and record and edit and upload. And oh no, I barely. Well, can you'd run. have to do it by yourself too. I wouldn't even be here. So, we, like, you'd have to we, record yourself. If we talking. have time, you're leaving next Wednesday, bright and early. Oh, uh, well, it might still be dark. Yeah, like four thirty in the morning. Well, I, I got plane get takes up. off at six thirty, but. So um, now people are going to be tracking my flight. If we if we um, find the time to record earlier next week, we may get one more podcast in. But if not, yeah, don't think we've quit. If you don't see us for a couple of weeks, we'll be back. Take the opportunity to watch some of our old posts, our old podcast. We have like quite a few. Thirty. Of them. This is the thirty second, I believe. Is it really? I thought what, we have thirty some of them already. Yeah. Wow. And there's a lot of good ones. A lot of good word, a lot of good Bible, a um, lot to help you with this life, especially now, like I said earlier, with everything that's going on in the world. So we thank you for joining us. And like we said, we might be taking a short two-week break, possibly have one next week and then a one-week break. But we ha thank you for joining us. And if you get 
And listen. Or during that two-week break, go back and watch from I, the beginning. I want to say pray for our country. Play, pray for our political leaders. I'm not going to let you go off on a tangent too far. So hurry Pray up. for our democracy that we can find out right from wrong and stand on the right principles that are constitution was founded on because okay if we don't it's going to fall apart you know so pray pray the bible says this if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray then i will hear from heaven and heal their land we need that more than ever in the united states of america that's a good place to end and well, you can't even talk about the bills this week because they have a bye no, week. No, I have a bye week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what am I going to do on Sunday? I have to watch other football. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for joining in. We appreciate all your comments. Like us on, where was this, YouTube? Can you, can you like people, videos on YouTube? Yes. Okay, like us. Give us a thumbs Subscribe. up. Subscribe. Sub- oh, yeah. Thumbs up is a like. Oh, it is? Yeah. Subscribe to our channels. We need to get our subscribers up. Yeah, we only have like 33 we, you said we had 300 views on our last episode. Yeah. So um, that means only 10% of the people that watch that are subscribers. Well, when you subscribe, you'll get notifications. all the subscribers you, Don't they get no, notifications? If, if you subscribe and you have to click the little bell icon, then you get notifications for whenever we post. Okay. We try to post every Saturday at noon. Yeah. So we won't be posting for the next week or so. So we'll be back. See Thanks you guys. for watching. See ya. Bye.